0: Hello, and welcome to the mouth of manliness. Oh, 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 oh. Right, i got to start the timer. Start her up. Uh, when I can work out how I did it. There we go. I still think we should get like a proper little... Yeah, I was thinking that. Maybe we should get a proper timer. Well, welcome to the Mouth of manliness. Welcome. Uh, and hello here, Boston. We haven't said hello to you for a while. Oh, big up Boston, massive. So big up the Boston. Um, yeah, this is the Mouth of manliness, an hour of um, us talking our brains. Um, I'm Nick Noyes, as ever. This is young Bradley action. Young. I'm, I'm, He's I'm, younger I'm than about, me. You what, know? by about four years? No, I'm on that. I'm 43. You're 37. Seven. six years.
1: Wow, that's quite a lot. You were six year old when I was born.
0: Yeah, I could be your dad. Probably are. <laughs> <laughs> no, That'll make your mum very messed up, indeed. Um, so yeah, uh, we got some shout outs to do. Uh, yeah, we have
1: because I forgot to read them um, last time. They're just like, there's nothing major. It's just people that we've connected with. Here, Boston, obviously. Uh,
0: Especially Aldous and Todd. Todd. Todd is is the name. He's such a superstar. He is. He's really patient and lovely, I think. Todd the God. Todd the God. Yeah, Todd, you are a superstar. You've been an absolute wonder. And obviously, Aldous for setting all this up.
1: Totally. Uh,
0: Brad Humble. Brad Humble. Brad Humble, we uh, organised, he does Gram Reaper. I think I'm saying it wrong every time. Grum Reaper? Like- Grum Reaper. You know, it's Reaper. Repair. Yeah, anyway. Um, he is coming on uh, in a few weeks' time. Ah, oh, quality news. Yeah, he's coming on. I've booked him to come in in a few weeks. So he's going to come on for a, maybe one or two episodes. I've just
1: had an idea, just as you've said oh, that. I think um, when he's on... You two should like do a picture together, or do a picture each, and then we should give them away as a competition.
0: That's a good idea.
1: Maybe I don't know.
0: Maybe we could do one, like both draw on the same piece, so be a piece of artwork. Yeah, and then give it away, like throughout this,
1: do it for an hour or whatever, and we'll both sketch on it or whatever.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I just worry it might be a bit distracting, but um, yeah, that's true. We could give it a go. Yeah, especially if he stays for like for. For like the evening, yeah, then we could do one. Yeah, Proper that's a good sesh. idea. Yeah. I wanted to do a competition, so yeah, I we liked should that. do. It sounds like a really good and idea. I don't
1: like didn't like the idea of doing it for any kind of gain, but we're not gaining anything from that. We'll just no. give something away. Be yeah. nice, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I was thinking I might give like I could give away some artwork and that as well. Yeah, um, I did agree to give some artwork to one of our one of our uh, long time long time listeners. Uh, The Tramp Man. Oh, right, yeah, of course, totally. I've been in touch with him quite a bit this uh, weekend. He
1: is on my list.
0: Ah, to thank the Tramp Man. Shovel, not Lovell. It's Lovell. Lovell, like Shovel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, uh, he is a bit of a superstar. um, I've been chatting with him loads this weekend. I chat with him quite regularly on the socials. um, And... He was saying, uh, like, I put the thing up about selling art prints. So I'm selling through Legally Assertive.
1: They're on my list. Uh,
0: we'd also like to thank Legally Assertive and Audio UK for their headphones. They
1: are doing great work.
0: And for being general all-round superstars. Yeah. Um, also, also, news... Um, they're they're gonna do some t-shirts.
1: Oh, okay, brilliant. So they're
0: gonna we're gonna sell them via Legally Assertive. So by the time you listen to this, they'll probably be out. That's gonna be so amazing. Yeah. So, so I'll get some of my drawings, I picked two um, to do as t-shirts. Yeah. So, so, we can so wear yeah, your artwork. Yeah. So Legally Assertive has got you can buy prints of my artwork. And You'll be able to buy a mouth of man in those t shirts.
1: And what we'll do is, like, if people take pictures of themselves in the t shirts, then we'll repost them and stuff. They'll be as famous as us. Everyone wins, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, if you do buy a t shirt, definitely send us a picture of you in it, and we'll post them on all the socials, definitely. And you'll get a shout out on here as well. Uh,
1: talking of t shirts, uh, there's uh, Rachel Wells on social media uh, she takes photos of things and then reverses or mirrors them and they, like flowers and stuff all these other like pictures come out of just mirroring the images and she sells her artwork online and I s- said to her all along that she should I would, I would wear one on a t-shirt and um, I think she's going to do it she's going to start selling t-shirts which is really cool oh, so um, she's like a super fan hardcore lister list, listener Um so that's good, uh, Morgan Gleave. I want to give a shout out to. Um, uh, yeah,
0: I sorry, go.
1: On. Yeah, no, he, he shared a couple of our bits and just being an inspirational dude, really, because he skateboards and plays harmonica, which is cool as fuck, and his artwork's amazing too.
0: He's uh, yeah, Morgan. He's uh, he's he's a little bit older than us, and it's just brilliant because basically he, he puts on uh, Instagram videos of him. Like, relearning to skateboard. Yeah. Like I kind of get the impression, I don't know Morgan, but I got the impression that maybe he used to skateboard. He must
1: have done, because he's
0: bloody good at it. Yeah. And so, it's, it's, you see him, like, in car parks and that, like, trying to master tricks. And it just, it, I don't know, I can't help but be really impressed. Totally. And it, it's, it's, it's inspiring seeing him doing it. And like seeing him progress as well. Yeah, definitely. But especially because for me, I could never skateboard. Though. I was always really rubbish because I'm just tall and awkward. Mm. Um, but I see him doing it and it kind of... And you just think, oh, you, you can do anything whenever you want to do yeah. it, you know, like, there's nothing to be scared of. And I just love, like, I find him really inspiring. Oh, definitely. And when you, you said you wanted to shout out, I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely.
1: And, uh, yeah, as I say, like, he's reshared a couple of bits. uh M- Ms. Ogar, um is another guy who, um, he's got a podcast and um, he's been doing loads of art stuff. And uh, I think we might sort of have a conversation about some podcast stuff. Uh, my mate Dewey, was out in India, I think you've been chatting to him. Uh, Steve, Buster, BC, Ellie, who we spoke to today.
0: Yeah, Ellie, Ellie, long uh, Ellie is. Uh, she put a post up recently on on social media saying how good we were? Yeah. Um, and she kind of shared the story of us today. I'm not going to go into it, but um, uh, it was just really, really lovely story, and it was really lovely. She said nice things about us, and. Mm um she's just been a really really great supporter of us yeah so um massive love and respect from us to her really i think
1: it's nice she's been sort of sharing stuff with her fella as well and like talking about stuff and that not talking about him sorry no um like talking about us to him and stuff um which is a really cool dynamic that i never expected that would crop up that Um, you know ladies are listening and sort of thinking oh I never thought about maybe my husband thinks this way or that way or anything else and really sort of opening up about stuff which is uh, pretty cool Um, shout out to James my mate James shout out to Phil Sharp John, Georgie, Jeff that's it I think
0: yeah I I mean I'd like to do a little shout out to uh, my band Mud Angels oh Uh, yes we got, I mean, by the time you hear this, the gig would have been and gone, but we've got a gig at the weekend, which is oh, going to quite. be fun. Oh, that's good. Um, and uh, all of them have been really supportive of, of me and this. Like, Jim's been really supportive, sharing stuff. Jim Quinn. Yes. And Tony Buckley. Ah, um, oh, right, I didn't know Tony was Yeah, free, yeah, right. he's our drummer. Uh, he wants to come on. And we were talking about him coming on with um, his best friend, I, I knew when I was little. Uh, Like, my mum was friends with with his mum. Yeah. And uh, he's... uh, We're talking about possibly them both coming on. Oh, wow. Because they're both... uh, I know um, Sam Sam Crooks, uh, he worked in mental health for a while. Yeah. Uh, And uh, Tony was saying that the way they met was really integral around Tony's own, like, stuff that he's had with mental health. He he said it was really, like cool interesting story I'm, like, well, I'm I'm all about that I'd do a
1: little mud angel special maybe
0: oh uh, yeah yeah um, yeah. so yeah shout out to the boys in the band
1: um, yeah we won't always do like cheesy radio shout outs and stuff but it's just so nice that people reach out and take the time to sort of um, write to us um, and it's easy for us to do because
0: we well, do I, what we I want I agree and I think it's important if you can be nice you should be nice yeah and um, it's important to say thank you to people. It is. Like, a lot of people don't. So I feel quite strongly that I want to be able to say thank you to people. And if they hear their name on, on it, like, that might make their day. Yeah. Simple as that. You know, like, when someone messages us and says something nice, that makes my day. It really turns it sometimes my day around. It makes my week. Yeah, totally. You know, like, it really does. Like, today, I was having a bit of a pony day, and we got a message from Ellie, Yeah, and it lifted my day. And it was suddenly like, you know, hold on. I'm I'm involved in something bigger than what I'm doing at this moment. What was nice as well is is I got
1: the message at the same time, and then you messaged me afterwards to say, Oh, did you see that message? Yeah. So it was kind of like we were all at at that little moment of like, well, everything's fucking shit, but like, here's this little thing on on our device. It's like, Oh, no, this is all right. You know,
0: it's pretty cool. Yeah, something special's happened today. Something to feel good about has happened today. So, um, As anyone who listens to this regularly, and I I think a lot of people do, um, we record two episodes a night, Uh, and so this is our second episode of the night, and our first episode we've just done with Peter, um, the therapist who's helped me out loads, and he's just Basically, blown our fucking minds for an hour, really. Yeah, like for me, a lot of those things I'd heard before, and I'd had a bit. I've had a bit of a a low um, weekend. Like this long weekend has been a bit. I've been really low. And it's just totally pulled me out of it. Yeah, it's amazing. He's it just reminded me of all these things. And I'm like, of course, of course. Well, as we covered, it's important to continually
1: learn and grow and work on yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you haven't heard that one, then you're weird because you've listened to 15 and not 14. But yeah. as you would have heard, um, like maintaining a healthy level of self, looking after yourself and, um, you know, reading books and going to therapy and, you know, eating healthy and exercising and everything else. its You need to constantly maintain it. There's no instant switch. Yeah. And, um, yeah, hearing things that you've heard before, again, it's nice when you get that epiphany moment. Like some of the bits he mentioned, yeah, I've heard from various sources and that, but the way he put it across and when it's actually someone standing in front of you, yeah, I wanted to cry for him, most of it, to be honest. it's Did like, really? yeah, Yeah, it really got me in a couple of bits. It was, but not even by what he was saying, but for me to have the opportunity to sit there and give myself 10 minutes to think about those feelings and, it, and then it crops up and, oh, bloody hell, yeah, I really have got to sort that out or have a think about that.
0: Uh, it kind of does it in such a way that it doesn't necessarily feel like work, you no. know, like uh, it's just a bit of a mind switch. Yeah. It's just... Uh, Just adjusting the way you look at something or you Mm. feel about something. So it it doesn't necessarily mean that you've got all this work to go and do on yourself. It's like, I've just got to try and maybe think slightly differently about something. Yeah, And that that can, you know, just that on its own is life changing. It really is. Some of the things he said to me have been totally life changing. They're like
1: little nuggets, as I describe them, of like information. And as I said, that episode, I mean, my... I get to obviously listen back through all the episodes and I believe in each episode there's loads of little bits that mainly you sort of cover where I go oh yeah I must remember to do that or I'll take that away people like to have something they can sort of take with them yeah but that episode that just happened there's loads in there that I will yeah, literally I'll listen back and I'll go and oh yeah, what was that thing and I'll actually go back and listen to and, and take something from it so it's uh, it's pretty cool and as I said it's Kind of like if you've listened to all the podcasts, which you've had, which you must have done, because I say you're nuts if you're listening to number fifteen first. Um, Nick talks about Peter and not in not too explicitly, but the fact that you sort of go and see him, and you've mentioned bits that you've kind of got from him. Yeah, it's nice for you both to be in the same room. And I think we probably could have done loads more hours of you know bits and bobs and everything else, but it's was nice, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it was nice. I was. Uh, I I felt. Uh, I when he came in, I think my wife felt like, "Oh shit!" Because he came into the house and it was like, "Oh, you know, oh, it's a mess." Oh yeah,
1: there was a little bit. I I thought of like, "Is this a bit kind of going to be weird for you?"
0: Are we jumping the barrier?
1: Is it like a teacher coming around or something like that? No, I did. I thought. Not a teacher, but you know what like, I mean, like that
0: that level of. I was just like I, I I went to his house one time. Oh, wow, therapy. Okay. Um, so that kind of bridge that we jumped over that barrier, yeah. and um, and I just guess we got on really well. So mm. we ended up talking about like talking about music and things like that, and then he would tell me a bit more about his life, which uh, which a lot of therapists won't do. No, a lot of therapists keep that very strong boundary. Mm. Whereas um, as time progressed, and I think it's just because we got on, but that barrier was kind of jumped. Uh and actually that means a lot to me and that works for me, you know. Yeah. But some people they need that they need that firm a wall. Closed wear, door, yeah, the wall, yeah. Um because they struggled to they won't get anything out of it without that. Yeah, of course. But I don't I don't I don't I don't really work that way. So what I did wanna say is your beard's looking fucking fantastic. Do you know what? It, it um, looks really thick. I it looks like a proper thick full beard. I, I've stopped. It looks as thick before.
1: I stopped doing stuff to it. I've stopped trimming it and I've just let it do what it wants to do. Um, which I'll probably regret when I go on holiday. But it does
0: look like a proper beard now. I'm sure it looked as thick before. Yeah, if I pull it out of the can side. Can they see it, it on proper, the camera?
1: Yeah, they
0: can just about see it, I think. You can't hear like, it. Oh, you might be able to hear it. But Brad, but basically, if you're listening, Brad has got his beard, it's just it went from a kind of. Uh, a bit wispy And like You could see through it a bit And now it's like Full on proper man beard Yeah like... my, my, I can't even uh, My mind don't even Go near that It's well, not even worth me Getting my beard long
1: You have got a l- Long beard though
0: uh, It's not really But it's It's really thin Like, like my barnet Although My barnet I dyed my hair at the weekend, so my Barnet looks a bit thicker.
1: it does look nice, <laughs> and my lustrous Barnet <laughs> so I, mean, uh, I was a thing oh I was on a site somewhere, and a, a painter was talking about a radio competition he heard, and the guy um now and said, "Oh, what's your name and where'd you come from?" He said his name was Dickie Bigwig from High Barnet. And it really big tickled big. me, like it's always stuck with me to think that like, someone might have big hair and live in a <laughs> high <know>. barn. <laughs> but oh. what's was funny was how much it tickled him because he was just walking around telling everyone it's pretty sweet, really. Himself, yeah. yeah, it's just funny what sticks in your head.
0: It's funny, yeah, it's saying what sticks in your head. Uh, when when I played in the band Lilo with uh, Stuart from uh, episode, eight. Track? episode eight next week. Uh, uh, we recorded in High Barnet for... Uh, we did two weeks recording this one rehearsal place. Brilliant. Not rehearsal place, in the studio. Yeah. Um, but it ended up being broken up because they, they were using ADATs, which yeah, kind of really prehistoric. Now. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it, it, the system went down, so we did a week and then another week, like, weeks later. But um, we absolutely loved it because it felt like we were living... Like, we stayed there. Um, Amazing. And... Uh, we would go out every night because you could get on, it was on the Northern Line, just go up to Camden, just yeah. get fucking wankered and come back. And it was the best. We would just had, we probably lived our rock and roll dream for love two weeks. That. It was really, really good. That's so good. It was, it was, it, like I had, being in the studio just bores me to tears
1: though. Oh, I love it. I could live there I really could I I did for a long time It's right if
0: you're doing something but if you're a guitar player you ain't doing a lot No And I I didn't really know that much about stuff like now I know loads about pedals and and I'd be like right I want to get it to do that and I want it like that but then again I recorded with Mud Angels recently and I didn't do any of that I just went bosh bosh Yeah and then fucked off
1: (laughs) Sometimes though it's the best best way Yeah. Yeah In and out.
0: So, um, you know what? I haven't really prepared it. I haven't even really thought a lot. No. Nah,
1: I mean, what's what's mad is, like, talking to Peter. Like, I'm aware that I need to go and have some more therapy and stuff like that, and I think he's encouraged me to possibly go and do that. But, like, as we mentioned, and one of my scripts is, like, not having the time or the money to kind of do it, i think when when I get back from holiday i'm gonna start start looking in that direction
0: i think i i think for my for my observations um i think you need to do something Because um, for my from what I, I like sometimes i think i like you're really not all that all right no and, I, and sometimes when we talk about it, it becomes more and more clear that you're not all that all right. really. No, and
1: what's scary is I go throughout the day going, yeah, I'm all right. And that's probably the worst thing. But what did it this weekend was my mum pulled Kate to one side and she was like, Brad's not, not right, is he? And she was like, no, like, it's got a lot going on. But in my mind, if I can just sort my work situation out, yeah, and that's
0: do, not gonna sort out of the problem. Like for me, I, I know that you've got fucking loads of shit that you probably really need to talk about Yeah. and to make sense of and get through. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I feel like we're, when we're here, I really want to dig into it. Yeah. Uh, and I want to like pull things out, and I think like, when we had that really heavy episode the other week, episode ten, and I was like, oh, fuck, you know, and I I said like, I. I this is not really the platform to be... No, you are right. ...trying to break, because it's almost like break through... Yeah. ...and make sense of it, and, like, really, here isn't really the platform to do it... No. ...because it's just too fucking public. Yeah. And it's all right to talk about things, and it's all right to talk about things in detail. Yeah. And, like, it's kind of easier... It's all right for me to do, because I feel like I've dealt with most things. Yeah, it makes sense.
1: You can kind of paraphrase it not paraphrase it as such but like you can kind of like break it down a little bit more and you you're aware of or oh, I won't go down that route or I won't go down this route I mean for me I'm like I said I'm kind of worried that it's stuff that I don't remember or as we learned the last episode's repressed memories
0: um, stuff that was so traumatic that you've almost locked the door Mm. and it still hurts you but you don't really know what it is
1: and i when we spoke about it the other day i was almost scared to think back to see if i could think anything because i think i'm scared of what i'll find out but as we discovered on the last episode it could be as simple as my teddy went missing and i was two and that is experiencing loss and it didn't come back and then Obviously, you would have heard in the episode, and that sort of plays into different feelings, and it can manifest in different ways in adulthood. I think it's probably just little bits and bobs like that, yeah, really. I mean, you know, old-fashioned upbringing, it, it, and yeah.
0: Like what? What was a big breakthrough for me was just realizing actually how <laughs> much impact like my granddad actually had on me, and how much that had really screwed me up. Just that constant uh, telling you you're not good enough. Um, and then like my dad, not, my dad didn't, um, wasn't then my dad kind of backed that up, Like it it wasn't consciously, it wasn't bad to me, but I think because my granddad was so bad to me that I was almost like looking to my dad to tell me it's all right. Like, um, I needed a man to say it's okay.
1: Yeah, or at least, like, afterwards go, oh, no, know he was a bit shit, take no notice of him, he's old yeah. or whatever, like, a bit of balance. Yeah. Because yeah, we haven't elaborated on this much. You've spoken about it, like, a few times. But, like, it's... Is it as simple as that old-school mentality, um, old ways of thinking and everything else?
0: Oh, what, what do you mean, like, a boy should be a boy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think... Um, so, as I say, so this is where the going into it does help. Because going into it uh, allowed me to talk more freely about it. Mm. And then I was able to kind of talk to my mum about how my granddad had been. And then my mum was able to tell me a bit about my granddad's upbringing. And then I was able to understand a bit more why he was like he was. So, basically, it was kind of. So the way it works was um I was the I'm the only boy. So my I've got two older sisters. Um uh, my granddad had a daughter. Yeah. So he'd had no boys. So I was the only boy and I think he felt that he needed to be kind of hard and tough on me so that in many ways, so that I could then grow up and look after and be be the man for my mum almost alright and I think like they didn't he didn't necessarily think my dad was able to do any of that so I think he was hard on me because he felt like he, I needed to be strong mm-hmm. um so so that manifested in basically in constantly calling me a big girl's blouse always telling me that uh you know like forcing me to learn like it fucking, you know, virtually dragging me out to the car to show me how to fix a car, show me how to fix things all the time, show me uh, what tools to use. And then rather than going, oh, good job, you go, oh, you're not doing that right. You're not doing that right. That's wrong. And and it was like, you know, I was into art and music and it was like, that's a waste of time. What are you doing that for? That's a waste of time. Like, how are you going to earn money doing that? Why do you need... To, you've already got a guitar. What do you need another guitar for? Drawing's not going to do anything for you. You're not going to make any money drawing. How are you going to, like, be a man and support a family? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. And, like, but, but he... My granddad's right. But, and he did it like that. He was, like, really, he'd be right. He was always going, Nicky, Nicky, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Oh, why are you really? doing that? He always called me Nicky, which is why I hate being called Nicky. Why are you doing that? What are you doing that for? Why are you doing that? Where are you going? Why are you going there? Why, um, why are your friends round? You should be helping your mum.
1: Wow, you know, like, like, constant. Just, like.
0: And he and he. Um, so my mum worked, so uh, like he would pick me up from school like two or three times a week. They were always round at the weekends oh, right. He was always fucking there, my granddad. Always there. Uh, and so it was always like he would come in the house and he'd come and look for me., wow. I used to hide behind the sofa hide in was so sad, and he'd come and look for me, and I knew he'd just come in and look for me to have a go at me for something all the time, having a go at me about something and um and I think and like that was from as as a, you know as as far back as I can fathom, wow, he was like that um. And even if he did something nice, like one, one time he was like, well, right, come on, I've got a bike for you. He didn't have a bike for the road. He had a load of bike parts. <laughs> um, and the condition of me having the bike was that he would teach me how to put it together. Um, but as I'm doing everything, I'm doing everything wrong. Oh, God. and it's so it's just constant like that all the fucking Something time. Something that
1: potentially could have been quite a nice thing to do, really. Yeah, but it, oh, he just yeah, did it be in nice nice. Wow.
0: And like, so, <clears throat> uh, so, so he picks pick us up from school, pick me and my sisters up, um, he'd go and get us some sweets, but he'd always, um, say so he'd give my sisters 50p and he'd give me 10. What the hell? Like I think it, I think it was just a right. Well, you've got to learn that things don't come easy, son. Wow. You know, it's like that. You know, you've got to learn, and he's he, 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 like right from like the dot. He'd be saying, um, "No, you should save that money. Don't spend your money. You should save your money." And that, like, and you know, as I found out later on, he'd had some failed businesses and things, so he was always really frightened of losing all his right. money and that kind of thing. But he was kind of brought up that way. Um, so he felt like he needed to instil in me that kind of being a man. So that is why, it's, that's almost why this is called Mouth of Man. Yeah. It? You know, it all comes back to that. And then, so I had that from him. I then had my mum who would go so far the other way. Um, you know, it's like, oh, oh, don't worry about that pouring me with love. Yeah. So obviously I went, I was going in that direction, yeah. but it's almost like I didn't have any balance in there. Yeah. And then, and then basically, and then I'm almost like looking to my dad to say, oh, it's all right. It's all right. Don't worry. You know, he's a bit of a wanker. Mm. But I looked to my dad and my dad, I know it sounds really shit, but it's almost like my dad looked away. Yeah. You know, like I looked to him, dad, dad, I'm all right, aren't I? Yeah. And he'd be like, "I'm watching Tomorrow's World." Wow. Keep it down. Yeah. So it's almost like he just looked away. Um. So he didn't actually do anything wrong, but it's just he just wasn't engaged with me. So, no. so he's looking away. Just was almost. It was almost like saying, "Well, he's right, isn't he?" Because he'd been through the same sort of thing. No, my dad. I don't know. I'm not sure with my dad. It's hard to really understand because his parents were really lovely, right? Um, and my grandma's still alive, and she's always been one of the loveliest people I've ever known. Yeah. My grandpa was lovely. He was very manly, but I can't imagine he was like that with my dad. No. Because I've seen seen him with him like they 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 would they would lose everything for him. Right. Um. But I just think when my because my dad didn't then compensate at all. He could have been like a good. Center of balance, like you were he saying, could have that been the one who had gone, no, no, you're right. Look, you don't need to be able to do that, it's no. fine, you yeah. know. Like, that's kind of all I really need just say. Oh, yeah, just smile and nod at him, and yeah. once you're done, we'll it, it, yeah, be, yeah, it has like, gone like, And like, you know, I'll, I'll spend some time with you, yeah. But because he didn't do that, um, I it was almost like it's almost like he was going, yeah, well, he's right, isn't he? mm. and then as I got older. My dad was also a bit like, you know, when I went to university doing art, I I always kind of got it felt like he kind of said as much at one point that, you know, like you're not going there just to DOS, you know. Like it was almost like he didn't approve of my choices because I always felt with my dad that he he never liked working um, and he didn't get to have any do things that he wanted to do oh, because right. he had to go and work. Yeah. So why the fuck should I get to? Yeah. Why should I get to go and do art and have a flight of fancy um, when he's had to go and get a job? That he hates, I should have to go and get a job but I hate because he had to. It's so funny, like I would like I want to empower Buddy to
1: do to dancing do and thing. art. Yeah, and, like exactly. I've, re- i exactly. helped, I'll go the extra mile to help him do it, so he hasn't got to go through what I've been, we've been through, you know. So uh, that's
0: why it's kind of looking back on it, and it, as as you say, like Period said, you once you understand it a little bit more, you can you can almost then start to shift it. So rather than being angry with my dad, I'm almost like I can have some empathy with his position a bit. Yeah, of course. Like, actually, yeah, he really hated his job. And, like, I think, you know, they got married quite young. So I imagine there was lots of things he would have liked to have done. Yeah. But didn't feel he could. Yeah. But then I think it. I think he was just a bit bitter. Mm. And it was like, well, you're the boy. <clears throat> they probably wouldn't say it to my sisters. No. Nah. You know, like, oh, well, you should be doing this because it just wasn't that way. No. You know, it was still, this was, you know, many years ago. Yeah. Like, you might not do it in the same way now, but I always kind of thought, he was like, well, you're the boy, you, like, I've had this shit, so so should you. Yeah. You know, you should have a shit time. Like, why are you having all the fun? Wow. Like, what well, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. No. Um, not that he's never really said that. No, but, but in a... I think it was because he didn't say anything, I just almost made up that narrative. Yeah. And I was very angry with my dad because of that. Mm. You know, and I was very angry with him because like you know, and there was many times when I'm a kid and I'm like, Dad, come and play, come and play. Dad takes, you know like you know I say like I fucking hate sport, it's because I'm scared of sport. Yeah. And I used to ask my dad to come and play cricket with me, or tennis, or basketball, or something, and he never did. No, he's always a reason not to. Or basically he was watching, telly and he weren't. Yeah, and he didn't. So that has really instilled this hate of sport, this fear of, you know, if someone's kicking a ball around. I'm, I'm really, really not comfortable. Yeah, and that all comes from that as well because I didn't have it modelled to me. No, um. And then, like, the one thing, like, then my sister was really good at swimming. And my mum and dad got really involved in the swimming club. And they seemed really happy. Um, And my family seemed really united. But I couldn't go in water because of my ear problems.
1: Ah, right, of course.
0: So I could have no part of it. You know, I couldn't enjoy it with my dad. Mm. Because um, I I couldn't go in the water. So it's like, again, I'm a fucking problem. I'm not good enough. So, like that's where all my shit comes from. It really does. It wow. all comes from that. And then my mum, so far the other way that she she kind of made me like almost emotionally literate, and that almost made it worse because then I'm like, oh, I feel this way, and I, and I like, you know, like rather than just pushing it away and getting on with it like other people do, I kind of learnt that oh, it's this. And you don't have to push it away. It's okay. Oh, right. So everything just hit me that bit harder. Yeah. But, um, so that is like, that's years of therapy just getting to the point where I'm like, I still get really angry Mm. about it. And it's like, oh, I'm angry with men or I'm angry with the men in my family. um, But I'm learning not to be so angry now because all the time I'm angry, it's actually just feeding that bit in my brain going, Told you so. Yeah, you're just and almost like my brain's going. Uh, so what happened? I think is that um I kind of went through puberty from those early bits. Like Pete was saying, that early bit in your life, like you get told that, so you believe it because you're so young.
1: Yeah, you believe your parent what your parents say. Yeah, but so was it age one to six?
0: Yeah, so that would have been right all the way through mm. there. So. You, you then believe that of yourself even if you don't even notice it but you believe it of yourself and then you kind of go through puberty uh, and that's you know that's all you know that's all I know and my brain the comfort my brain when it's comfortable is all of those things yeah so now I kind of know that when I'm not happy or if something bothers me normally it's because I feel insecure about something Mm pretty much always that.
1: And you've got the ability to kind of pick out where it's come from. Like, How often like, do you go back to that, like the stuff you, we've spoken about with your grandad and stuff, much in therapy? like,
0: um, It's not as black and white as that, uh, I guess. No, no. It, uh, I, I found once I'd kind of really made sense of it, um, I didn't need to go back to it so much because it was more so it wasn't so much it was my granddad it was like because if I keep doing that then I'm almost like giving it power I'm giving my granddad power and then that makes it worse Mm. it was more about right I know why I don't feel well because I'm insecure and I'm insecure because of that yeah so now it becomes more about me saying why am I insecure Mm. so if I'm feeling bad what I feel bad about, ah, uh, that's because I feel insecure. And I'm like, I've got no, I, and it is, like I don't need to be insecure. Because actually, it doesn't really matter. No. Or am I just worrying about the future and I can't control that? Yeah. You know, that's, or am I dwelling on the past? Mm. And, and I'm like, no, I've done that now. You know, like I kind of consciously. Yeah, system. how did he put it? Now. Didn't he
1: say if you're in, you're in the past. If you're depressed, anxious,
0: it's the future.
1: It's the future, yeah. Which so is, is really cool. Where, which at is
0: it. yeah, it really sums up. Yeah. So you think like my main thing is depression. I'm depressed because I'm always think like always going back. backwards. I'm always going back to things. Mm. Uh, and those things shape the way I view the world. Yeah, of course. Uh, if I deal with those things, and I then I stop viewing the world through, the, through that, mm. and yeah, past trauma, um, then I feel better. Uh, yeah, and anxiety. Obviously, you know, when he says he says things like that, and you're like, of course. Yeah, anxiety is worry about something that's going to happen, mm. um, which is probably not going to happen. Is that breaking that?
1: Yeah, I'm holding it though. It's all right.
0: We're gonna have to do.
1: One of the mic stands is coming down, but I don't want to like play about with it too much because if you're listening with your earpods you on the it... train, it'll get crack, crack, crack. But I'll just hold it like old school.
0: So that was. So essentially, though, that I feel that my I've been pretty solidly in therapy for about five years, mm. and most of my therapy. It pretty much comes back to that. And that and now I actually feel like I I feel like very much a different person now. Um, and I don't I feel like that was me and but it's not me now.
1: Do you worry about obviously you got kids. Yeah. So at some point you're gonna be a granddad. So not worry, it's the wrong word, but do you give any fault to like being a granddad?
0: I, I will be I've had a good grandparent model to me my grandma mm. um she all she all she would do is go she would just shower you with love and buy your stuff yeah yeah and I'm like and that's what I'll do yeah it's funny because sometimes like I like my mum does that with my my kids like she showers them with love and buys them mm-hmm. stuff and she's lovely and they love her every so often. You can see her trying to teach them something or like yeah, don't little do lesson that. it's dangerous. And yeah. I'm like, Stop it. Yeah. Because the thing is, with my so it wasn't just my granddad. My granddad was was you know, he traumatised me. There's no like that is essentially it. I said like he uh, he emotionally abused me. Yeah, you know, and that sounds like a very strong. It term. does. As
1: soon as you said that, I was like, "Oh, that's like it a real." Sounds
0: like strong terms. It was only when like I said that aloud the other day, and I was like, "That's exactly what he did."
1: Mm. He's not still alive, is he? No, no. No.
0: When he died, I fell apart. Wow, really? Yeah, totally fell apart. Um, but yeah, I I would say he emotionally abused me, um, because of the I... outcome. Hmm. So, but it wasn't just him. Um, His wife, my granny, was nearly as bad. All right. Not worse, just a little bit not as bad. Wow. So, like, my mum was really, my mum was, like, they, they were good parents to my mum. But, like... My mum often talks about my granny, like, really fondly, and, like, they were really close. Yeah. But I was like, I don't like you talking about them, Mum. I don't even like you talking about granny, because it brings back all that trauma. Like, my granny was really horrible to me as well. Wow. You know, and, like, more often than not, she was just going... I think it was the fact that she didn't do anything, but it made me feel like she... Her and my granddad That's, were totally in it together. The hearts, yeah. Uh, and she was really hard on me as well. Mm. She spent her whole time saying you don't drink your drink until you've emptied your mouth. You know uh, like, what, with just, food. Yeah, just that like every little tiniest of things.
1: Those little Victorian kind of rules. Yeah.
0: yeah. I remember once uh, feeling like the most important thing in the world on that day was that she teach me how to peel and cut potatoes. And work out how many you need, depending on how many people there are. And I thought she was joking. And uh, she weren't fucking joking. She was really angry. That I thought Jesus. she was joking. It's like, no, you've got to learn this. And it's like they felt the need to teach me these important things. So it's, they probably thought they were doing me, um,
1: being really good to me. It's weird, but like you do learn stuff off nans and granddads and stuff. But then you, they plonk you in front of the telly with a barrel of biscuits that you're not supposed to eat or you yeah. go and do some colouring with well, them or they something do
0: that. No, they certainly didn't do that I know
1: that's a like generalisation that. but it just seems like it's like going to boarding school every week yeah. so what own, I imagine it to be like like,
0: like we would go there on Sunday for like a Sunday dinner um, to my dad's parents and I'd, I'd, I'd go there every day I loved yeah. it like they just spoiled me and they were lovely my mum and dad um, like they just took over so my mum and dad be quiet! I didn't feel judged by my dad because they were just being lovely, but yet, like, still, like my granny and granddad would come out. They they were out every Sunday morning without fail, and my granddad would come up to my room to get me up. Why are you not up?
1: Oh Why God. are you not downstairs?
0: Why are you mowing along? Why are you walking on the grass? You know, like wow, absolutely everything. And my granny was just as bad. Yeah. Um, and like when my granny died, my mum so upset and I'm like fucking yes yeah like thank, like their fucking reign of terror is over yeah like even when my granddad died um like I went to see him in hospital probably the day before he died mm. and he fucking had a go at me
1: Jesus really
0: yeah on his deathbed well, the till the very end me, I'm like, well I'm surprised to see you here
1: oh my god
0: you're not still smoking are you <laughs> oh no I bet talked to me really aggressively yeah um, and then yeah no there's been so many times and I've been like I might just, like I've just thought right I'm going to go and smash his grave up wow I'm going to go and fucking do it and I'm like no 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 no. like lapsed on my mum but you know I want to do something I want to hurt him yeah like he hurt me you see it all comes back when I start talking yeah. about it it comes back Um but I feel I feel much the same about my granny. Really, she was when my granddad died, she became nicer, but she still was pretty arse. Yeah, you know, as like, you say,
1: like have you you've had points when you can kind of think, oh, it's because of their upbringing or their mum and dad. Yeah, so a yeah, bit my, of a a bit of a balanced view on it, kind it, of thing. It did it. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't. To be honest, it sounds horrible.
0: No, right? so my mum explained a bit more about their upbringing. And like the adversity that they'd been through, and that did make me feel uh, mildly better. At least it meant that I could understand it a bit more. Yeah. But I think they were very much like, "You're the boy. You will do this right. and wow. You will learn. Your dad's not teaching you. You know, like oh, your dad. Right. Your dad's not interested. He's not teaching you. So we'll teach you." You know, if that's what I felt.
1: The thing is, as we learnt from speaking to Peter, like your dad did teach you, and dad did influence you, but in loads of other ways that were subconscious. And there's some loads of great qualities that you've probably got from him that you know, obviously I don't know about, but it, like we are always learning in different ways, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, but I suppose it's that if there's if they if they if they can't gauge that, it can't be seen or spoke about, or whatever they're just doing the kind of, right, you need to do this, you need yeah. to do that and everything
0: else. I think what was... So I always felt a bit like that with my dad. And then a few times, like he's, like he's been pretty out of order to me. And it tended to come at times when I... I've, I've been ill since I was a kid. You know, I've, been, I've had mental health problems since I was nine. Mm. So, I've not been well for a long time. <laughs> you know, it's not... All right. But, kind of, later on in my life, he's done some things that weren't cool. Um, and it just... Just backs it all up. You know, in my brain, just backs everything up. All yeah. the shit that I say to myself, it just totally just went...
1: legitimised
0: it. Right, that was all legitimate. mm mm-hmm. Um And I, I'm only just recovering from it. You know, that was 20 years ago. I'm yeah. only just recovering from it, from some of that stuff. Like, you know, yeah, it just completely backed it all up. And uh, it fucked me up really badly. Because mm. especially at times when I was, like, it was particularly out of all the one, at one point, when he was quite aware that I was not coping. Uh and I'm not gonna go into the details because I just think you might listen to it, and I don't really want to go into the details. But basically, but that's that what it's served to do is to back up. It's like yes, I am shit. No, I'm not a fucking man. I'm not what I should be. I'm not anything that is expected of me. My granddad was right. You fought with it forever, and now you're fucking rejecting me. Mm. It's like. I am a cunt, aren't I? It's like, I am all of those things and I've not moved on, you know. I'm still all those fucking things. I'm still that piece of shit that I was told I was when I was five. Because that's the last time I can remember being happy, is being that really, really young.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, I have been happy since, Hmm. but not, not in a way that isn't tainted like a pure innocence, happy. Yes. So whenever I've been happy, I'm. I'm normally I. I don't think I've been happy for any long period of time in my life since I was a tiny boy. Mm. Um, there's always been fleeting moments when I'm like, like when I met my wife. Like there was a really good year that I can. When I think back to it now, that was more good. That you know, that was, that was a happy time. Yeah, uh, but the rest of the time. I've been unhappy pretty much um with small glimmers along the way um but normally what happens is something good happens and then my brain goes you're not fucking worth it you know like my that part of my mind's going well you know it's tainted straight away by saying that's not going to last you know you're feeling it now that's not that's going to be gone tomorrow yeah. You know, like, and that is that constant. And that comes back to that feeling of you're not good enough, you don't deserve it. Mm. And all of that is my granddad and my dad. Wow. It really is. So powerful. It's is fucking, but you know what it is? It's, it's as black and white as that. Yeah. When I really think about it, and the thing is, like, for I, I kind of knew all of this, but I didn't really know it. You know, like...
1: There must have been elements, like, being as young as you were as well, you must have thought, oh, like, all old people are moaning, or, like, did you used, kind of normalise it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like,
0: I used to say, but you might even hear me say it from time to time now, oh, I fucking hate old people. Really? Wow. <laughs> um, and I, I vehemently disliked all old people mm. apart from my grandma. Yeah. And I, um, and, I, yeah, I didn't like old people. Mm. I still find myself thinking it now. But it's not true, you no. know. It's not true. That's wrong.
1: It's just in your experience of that particular person, people. Person. My experience yeah. was
0: that, um, and that tainted my view of old people. Yeah. So whenever I saw an old person, I basically saw like the they looked at me like my granddad looked at me.
1: Wow. But as Peter said, we pigeonhole people. Yeah. And we've you've touched on that before, anyway. But like our brain instantly judges and pigeonholes it did, people yeah, to make sense. Yeah.
0: Um, So, yeah, yeah, no, I fucking hated old people, vehemently hated old people. I remember, like, when we did Lilo, our managers asked us to do, like, this kind of, like, sleeve thing, and they asked us questions, and it was, like, likes and dislikes, and my dislike was old people. Oh, wow. And I remember, like, my my grandpa had a copy of it because I was proud. Yeah. And he was like, what's this? You don't like old people. (laughs) I was like, well, granddad. But it's funny because... um, Oh like, if my grandpa would go, oh yeah, he's really horrible to you. And I'd be like, yeah, no, one ever fucking stuck up. No, I must admit, like,
1: I maybe it's easy for me to feel this way because I'm hearing it all now. But I think in that, in those moments, if I was, if I knew about it, I'd have to say something.
0: Yeah. And I, what I needed was a man to stick up for me. Yeah.
1: And it wouldn't have even needed to be a horrible thing. It would have just been, yeah, you can do all of that stuff. But, you know, that's how you do it. Yeah, let's have a look about at... About it. Yeah, let's just... I'll
0: show you what they mean. Yeah, yeah. So like that. Yeah. Like it needed to be a man, I think. Yeah. Um. Because that just... So I just lost all... So I just lost... Like, my sense of self was really shit. Mm. So I ended up... Then you just weigh yourself up against other men because you just think, well, I'm, I'm a really shit man. You know, like, I'm not a good enough man. So that is where all the issues with men comes from. Yeah. Um, And that's why this is Mouth and Man.
1: It's so crazy because you're really good at loads of things.
0: Well, it, this is funny. The other day I was really upset about something, uh, and it was, uh, and I was kind of saying to myself, I'm really shit. My fucking mental health, my fucking, I'm just fucking really shit. My mental health is just fucking ruined my life. And and then my wife is going, but you're so good at so many things. I'm like, you know, like you don't believe it. I do, I do know I'm good at things. You know, like people, I've got to the point now when I think, yeah, I'm pretty good at doing drawings. But then then my mind's, then you know, underneath that, it's saying, you know, like if someone said, can you draw me so-and-so, I find that the weight of it too much. Yeah. I can draw in a kind of my own thing.
1: Yeah, which is cool as fuck. But it's
0: almost like if someone else says, can you do it, it's like, mm. I'm not that good.
1: Is that because you then have to adhere to what they think you've got to get out no, of their I think head? It's
0: because I I then don't feel like I'm good enough. To ah, do it. right, okay. So I, I find it really hard to go past that barrier. Mm. So it's like you know, it's it's only now that I think oh, I'm all right on guitar. Because for so long it's like, well, I can't. You know, someone goes, can you play that? I'm like,
1: no. It's funny, because I think this? that's no, like no. a kind of curse of guitarists that no one ever thinks they're good enough. And if you speak to Eric Clapton, he'll have people that he wants to be as good as. And I think, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I to think, belittle what you're saying. I think
0: that's bigger than just guitar players, isn't it? I think most people, not many people um, are uh, that comfortable saying I'm really good at something. No, that's true, yeah. Because uh, everyone just goes, oh, you're fucking arrogant. yeah. Like, not many people
1: like to say I'm good at something. No. Like, you, I've said to you, like,
0: you're really fucking good at loads of things. You know? Like, yeah, it makes me go weird. Yeah, you... you I see, but you did a thing on the piano the other day, and I was like, Sarah, you can only fucking play the piano as well. I can't, though. I, I can like, play, like, like little bits. I he was playing the guitar better than me. No, oh, no, I, no. I
1: knew you thought that. I, I shouldn't... But then, I... But that's... There's no, no better than. No, no, no.
0: But listen, 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 listen. Uh... That's, what I'm doing there is I'm being insecure. Yeah. It don't actually matter because I'm, like, if I'm honest with myself, I'm good at what I do. You're great at it. So, like, I'm good at, like, I'm good at playing in the band and making things up. Yeah. I'm good at that and I'm good at what I do. Yeah. Um, And, but then in the same respect, so I'm basically going, being insecure and then I'm saying it to you and you're like, No, I can't hear it. And it's like, we've both got it wrong. Yeah. We should be just go, Oh, thank you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, like Yeah, it's as so oh, simple as that. It. Yeah. Yeah. And just that twist, rather than going, Oh, I'm embarrassed, just go, Oh yeah, cheers. Yeah. You know, like Yeah, I worked pretty hard on that. Yeah. And I so I worked hard on it and now I can do it. Yeah. So I should feel pleased about that. Yeah. That's not
1: arrogant. It's an odd thing to think about, because you think, like, why else am I doing it? Like, why else are you playing guitar? Why am I playing piano? You don't play it... I, I mean, I do play it for myself, but ultimately, it's an it's an instrument that makes noise. Chances are someone else is going to hear it. So at some stage, you're going to gauge an opinion on it, whether you want to or not. Someone will hear it or see it, and someone will say, oh, that's good or that's bad or whatever. <laughs> so it should be the most easy thing. It should be exactly thing. what you want to hear. Yeah, yeah.
0: It should be, oh, thank you, I really appreciate
1: yeah. that. It ain't, it's weird, it? we've and all got our own like, like, stuff around it. Well, yeah, that's it? true, yeah, stiff upper penis. But I
0: do think, like, you know, like, for you more than me, you, you should just go, yeah. Because like, I'm like, when I see you, I'm like, fucking hell, he's really good at those fucking things. And like, just doing the filming and that, I'm like, Initially when when we kind of agreed to do the Here Boston, hello. Howdy. Um, <laughs> I don't
1: know why I say howdy. Um, I shouldn't really.
0: Like I was desperate because I really wanted to do it and I, I'm like and I felt massively insecure that I couldn't do it. Hmm. And then I felt insecure that it was I was reliant on you to do it. And then that made me feel guilty. And then it's like, and then you just go around in this little spiral of shit. And it essentially it comes down to like, oh, I'm shit, aren't I? And it's like, why am I doing that? Brad knows how to do it and he's good at it. So, yeah, I'd like to be able to do it to take the burden off, but I shouldn't be fucking punishing myself. No, definitely it. not. It was never, you know a, I mean? never
1: a question that we weren't going to do it. We filmed one and then we stopped filming no, because no, it's no, a no. ball no,
0: are that, No, that's not what we're talking about. You're going into the Well, I want to make you feel better. Like all right, yeah. It's alright. Like and yeah. you know, and then and also that kind of oh, I'm excusing myself because of this and them. Yeah, yeah. You know what you like, said, the script. Yeah. It's not about that. No. What we're talking about is me going, I should stop I shouldn't feel insecure about Definitely it. Definitely not. And you don't need to apologise. No. You know, like like I think those are hang ups that we could both yeah. work on. Yeah. Like I fucking stop punishing myself and you don't need to feel it, it, no, again, that's you punishing yourself. So they're the same. Yeah, it is. And we don't need to do anything no. with them. We should
1: just be busy getting on with what we're getting on with. And
0: it's just stupid, isn't
1: it? It is fucked, isn't it? That's what I mean.
0: <laughs> like, that's, but that's therapy. You talk it through and you're like, fucking hell.
1: Yeah.
0: Why do I do this to myself yeah. all the time?
1: It's just all that learned stuff we don't even know we notice that we're doing.
0: No, but you drag all that from the past. Yeah. So, uh, you know... As a child, you probably were desperately trying to make everyone happy. Totally. Maybe it wasn't that happy at home or your parents didn't get on or something like that. So then you spent your time trying to make everyone happy so that your parents got on better, for yeah. example. Yeah. You know, like those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it'd be something along like, those that lines. That all happens. And then that, just, that kind of shit, unless someone is there going, lifting you up afterwards. Yeah. Or you've got something else in your life that... It's so distracting that that doesn't matter, Mm. it fucks you up.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: And that's kind of how it works. So sometimes if you know what it is, like the shit with my granddad, I can understand it, I can make sense of it, uh, and then slowly you start losing some of the anger. Mm. and Then you feel quite a lot better because you haven't got this fucking tension in your chest that you feel all the time no and when you feel the tension you instantly go I'm shit because it's it links it all up that feeling that feeling is the thought that says I'm shit yeah so you know what people are saying about the link to the feeling
1: that's really key that is yeah And getting in touch with your feelings
0: so if you think where does that horrible feeling come from and then you understand where it comes from then you then you can stop. Essentially, you can stop having that horrible feeling. It mm. does what it. I swear by it, and it is just fucking sitting in a room talking to someone who you don't know. <laughs> that kind of work.
1: Yeah, but that is the level of it. It's that. That is the is the key because otherwise, you're sitting in a room and you've already got the preconceived ideas of, oh, normally I wouldn't speak in this way towards Nick. Uh, oh, I won't be like this because Nick might think this or yeah. I might think that or whatever. Um, that's why counsellors can't counsel friends. You can't just yeah. ring up and go, oh, you're a counsellor. Like, because oh, you've oh, can't got all you,
0: you go in with baggage. It's
1: part of the process. Yeah. It's very clever. You're really, really completely clever. Completely separate. I feel right? really... Ah, um, oh, that's an hour Fucking already. Hell. That is fast.
0: I feel like we haven't, haven't even scratched the surface no. on that.
1: <laughs> wow. Bloody hell. One for another day. That is an hour gone. Can you believe it? Wowzers. <laughs> That's such a cool noise.